Hey everybody, and welcome back to Spirituality for the Non-Spiritual, with your host, Conscious Observer. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about me, and I'm going to give you a personal example of how sometimes, without realizing it, we become so comfortable with the place that we're at in our life that we cease to recognize that we haven't changed or there's been patterns of things that have been happening and we don't understand why they're happening. Like, how come I can't choose a lover that loves me back as much as I love them? Or why was my childhood so rough? And why was I given to people who didn't nurture parts of me? And why do I continue to meet people that just take, take, and take from me? Sometimes we're unwilling to tell ourselves that unfortunately the place, the people, that we choose to surround ourselves with. It's just that, a choice. Sometimes we become so stagnant in our lives that we don't see the fact that the people around us are not encouraging us to grow past the old person or the person that we are, that sometimes we fight with to be. Now, I know this is like kind of crazy. Like if you're going about your life, you've got your friends and a spouse or you don't. And you're like, wait, why is there meaning to this? This is just a crappy situation that I'm in. And I just so happen to meet all these crappy people. First of all, sometimes we think we can save people. The truth is, is that being saved or wanting to be saved is all a choice. So with that said, my life, I've lived all my life, I've lived in this small town. And it wasn't until I eventually was given the option that I never thought would ever come. And that was the day that I was asked if I wanted to move across country to move to date my now husband. And some of you are like, wow, that's crazy. You went to go move to go date with somebody. Well, we were long distance for quite some time. And then we decided that we wanted to take this more serious angle. So... I was working this dead-end job that only gave me little bits of joy in the people that I helped there, but it just kept taking from me. And I worked all the time. I barely had a day off. And at the same time, I was barely saving any money, and it just kept feeling like I was just trapped. Plus, I was home, a place that I 
really would have rather not have gone back to, but I had to because I had no, uh, no place else to go. So here I am back at home, 21, shifting over my careers from working as a CNA to working in security. And that was quite a shift. I figured I needed a change. And for some people who are wondering why the vast career change? Well, sometimes we just need a little bit of spice in our life. And sometimes that's just by going out and working a job that you know that will never go anywhere, but you'll have fun doing it. So that's sort of what this job was. I needed something to break away from the stress that was imposed on me as working as a CNA. Because working as a CNA is some pretty stressful conditions. You're under time constraints. You're always being pulled in every direction. And it's emotionally and physically draining. So when I started working at the casino, I basically said to myself, Wow, this is such a stress-free job. All I'm doing is working here and I'm making money and nobody's bothering me. I come and I do my same job every single day, doing the same routine every single day. And I was happy with that. So I was so happy with being comfortable with where I was. I didn't even realize that the person that I was was kind of there and they were sort of coming out and working at the casino helped to bring out that person in me but it just wasn't enough so the point that I'm trying to make here is the fact that I got so comfortable with my non-changing and with who I was, I ceased to see the fact that I needed to become a dip me again and that this person I was putting off to everyone else had bits and pieces of me, but it wasn't completely me. So coupled with the fact that I was home, a place I didn't want to be, I worked a job that I thought was making me happy, but it really wasn't. And the more and more I looked at it, the less I was looking at my life through rose-colored glasses, and the more I saw it for the misery that it was. I was so miserable. I didn't have a career path. I didn't even start college. I was beating myself with the fact that there was other people that I graduated with that they were basically already in their careers by now or they were working on it. I never felt like I could catch up to any of them. The fact of the matter is, is that sometimes our life has this way of uprooting us when we are continuing to cease to change so that we can grow somewhere else. What it doesn't teach you is the fact that the happiness that you'll find cannot be found by moving somewhere else. It's 
literally found within you. And I had to figure that out for myself. I had to figure out a lot of what I wanted because a lot of what I wanted was what other people had wanted for me. But none of it was what I wanted for myself. So I'm, I'm going to give you an example from my own life. I decided to finally leave my hometown and literally move the farthest away I could go with my spouse. Mostly because he was military. He asked me if I wanted to go and I said I would go. So I went. But a huge part of me was really scared because I knew that someday I was going to leave my state. But I didn't know it was going to be right then and there. And I was only going to have a day to decide, really, if this was something that I wanted to do. Because I had to get working on saving and changing and getting things done because we were moving in a few months. And I was so excited um, for month, like for two months before we even moved out there. I looked for jobs. I applied to as many of them as I could, doing anything and everything, working in a bakery, just everything, everything. And finally, you know, eventually after Maybe I think a month of looking while we got there. So three months total looking for a job. I finally landed something and I had a regular paycheck every week, weekends off, everything, a great boss who was so nice, a coworker who was super chill and it's everything that you could have wanted in a job. I was laid off after a month. And here I am, moved all the way to here, and trying to be happy. I land a job after so long of looking, and they lay me off because they financially could not keep the office going. How lucky was that? I was devastated. I knew some things were occurring, especially when he told us that we didn't have to keep working and calling customers only hours before our shift was done. <laughs> and then all of these thoughts began in my head, mostly in regards to the fact that I had just moved here and was this a sign that I should move back? No. It was just not meant to work out. If I really looked at it, I was doing a really sketchy job. I was calling old people and asking them if they wanted a cancer screening test. I mean, it was pretty terrible. I mean, I'd be calling these elderly people at any time of the day, bothering them, and then telling them that Medicare pays for this test when sometimes it doesn't. And half the time, they don't even get their results back. And we get calls in telling us that they didn't get their results back. So really, I think this was the universe's way of saving me from a really sketchy job situation. And at the time, I really did not see it as that. I can look at it now and say that, but really at the time, all I saw was I got laid off. I spent months looking for a job. Should I even be here? 
And so I was back on the job search and I applied to as many jobs um, that, you know, because there weren't many options because I had already applied to many jobs once before. So everything that I had already applied to, I couldn't reapply for. I had to wait for the window to open back up again. Um, So there really wasn't a lot for me to do. And when I would go to job interviews, I would want, you know, I would put it, I would think that I put my best foot forward, but then I wouldn't get hired or I just wouldn't hear back or I would hear back, but it would be a no thank you. I would later really come to realize that it was because I had no confidence and self-belief and they saw it too. It was so bad that other people could see it, but I couldn't. And who would want to hire someone that had no self-confidence? I know I would not. But I tried. I I took this negative happening in my life and I did my very best to turn it into the most positive situation that I could. I was not surrounded by family. I didn't have any friends that were nearby. It was just me and my spouse and my tortoise mittens that I brought and my, at the time, adopted elderly dog that was his, my, my spouse's. My spouse had him for 16 years altogether. Um, and he came into my life when I met my spouse, obviously, but we were long distance and we didn't actually start living together until I moved but he brought his elderly dog with him because I felt it was important uh, because he was getting older and he wasn't going to have a whole lot of time to be home and not you know not away and and see him and I felt that his time was coming near so I made sure it was important to my spouse to know that we took his dog with him because I knew that he didn't get to see him and he had to drop him off at with his parents to take care of him and we wanted to give him a home and let him retire with us essentially so I got fired from this job, but I got to be home to spend time with my partner's elderly dog while I was on the search for more jobs. And he really became my cheerleader, sitting beside me, and he became my inspiration for getting up in the morning. He made me a dog parent, not just an owner. He gave me purpose because I had to get up in the morning to take him out to pee. I had to pay attention to him to make sure that if he was at the door to ask to go to the bathroom, I would take him out because he was older and I didn't want him to wait. I, he had a medication regimen, just like an elderly person. And I have previous CNA, which is Certified Nurse's Assistant, which is basically taking care of the elderly. I love the elderly. Adorable. The most forgotten demographic, and it's really upsetting to me. But anyhow, 
I had this real elderly dog to take care of and and he gave me purpose because I had to make sure that I was paying attention to when he got his medications because my spouse was not home, he was working and I had to be the one to take care of him. And that was a big responsibility, but I knew I could do it because I knew I could and it was easy. It took a lot because he had to trust me. There was medications that I had to give him via syringe. He had a small mouth, very small dog, miniature pincher. Um, and we fed him twice a day. So he would get food in the morning and at night when he had his routine. So I would do all of this for him on top of looking for a job. And he would sit there with me on the couch and he just was the smallest package but he just had the most love to give so there were some days when I would be crying and and just so upset because I just felt so beaten down and it was almost as if he would just know and he would just lick me he would just start licking me saying it's okay mom it's gonna be okay Uh, if it was at all possible, which it really is, <laughs> to have the strong parental feelings without raising or giving birth, it was, he was, he was my son, not my S-U-N, my S-O-N, and and I digress, but it was through him that he, he gave me purpose to my non-working days and, and made them all seem less congealed together. It's through this life example that I, I just wanted to tell you that there are things that the universe does to make you fall off track, to completely rearrange your life, but it's all for the greater purpose of you, really. And there is so much growth that comes from being so uncomfortable and there's so much growth that comes from pain and self-awareness I really just wanted this first episode to be an introductory kind of like episode to other things that we'd be talking about but I really just wanted everyone to be on the same page, uh, the same spirituality page, uh, mindset page, I guess, when it comes to thinking about this podcast, because there are so many different ways that people present spirituality. And again, I just really wanted to broaden your horizons and just widen them, just knock down your shelves and just widen out your widen out your wide open spaces and just to see how much other stuff is out there and that it's okay to shop around and it doesn't mean that you're spitting on the creator spitting in the creator's face by finding a religion or a practice or a spiritual practice that 
works for you. If anything, your higher power or however you see it should be proud of the fact that you've decided to do this, to, to, to do the work, to do the self-work and also to take the journey of self-discovery. Nobody could be disappointed in that. I'm not. Actually, this podcast is like step one to your spiritual journey, and I'm proud of you for that. So take me being proud of you as your fuel to move forward and your fuel to be like, God, I, if it doesn't feel right, it's because it's not right. And if you try to make this practice, you know, something that it's not, it's not going to suit you in your life and, and you'll always continuously feel out of place until you find your place. Over the course of this podcast, we're going to talk about, like I said, my personal journey, my personal life. We'll talk about many topics. But if anyone has anything that they're interested in learning more about, This is like a journey that we're having together. I'm learning too. There's a lot of things that I I know and there's a lot of truths that I figured out for myself that I want to spread to other people. But there's also a lot of things that I do not know myself. And I want to know and I want to discover. And I'm willing to allow myself to show you that the humility in in, in that, that I don't know everything. And I'm not a spiritual teacher that knows everything. But I do know where to start. And I thank you for being here. And I welcome you to come back again when we reconvene to talk about our next topic. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I wish you clarity and peace upon your journey within. Thank you for joining me.